Great. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for the clap and the prayer as well. You know, either's great. But um, yeah, it's just good to be together this morning. Are you excited about being in church this morning, guys? Are you looking forward to what God's going to say to you this morning through the word? Come on. I'm just really uh, believing that God can do great things in our lives. You know, I'm really challenged over the last few years, really, just to to expect more from God, you know, to dream big, to believe, and that he wants us to, to bring our requests and our prayers to him. And as we start this morning, I just wanted to try a little exercise, really. I want some audience participation, if that's all right. Some of you are looking nervously now, but uh, just thinking about expectation. I wonder where your faith is at, you know, when it comes to expecting for God to do something in your life. I just want you to, to think of if there's one thing that God could answer a prayer for in your life, or if there's one thing that you want God to do in your life this year, what would that be? Just have a think for a moment. For some of you, it might come really quickly. Some of, it, some of you, it might take a little longer. But what would you want God to do in your, in your life this year? It can be anything. What I want you to do now is just to tell the person next to you. Just to have a moment, just to share with them. It might, if it's personal, that's okay. But I think it's, there's something really powerful in just sharing our hopes and dreams and what we want God to do in our life. So just take a moment to do that. Just share with the person next to you. Okay, great. Might not have loads of time. <laughs> so you might want to share a bit later on and stuff. Just getting into it now, aren't you, really? But it's got a question over there. Okay, so... Um, yeah, this, I, I just really think it's good for us to, to have hopes and dreams and for, for us to bring our, our heart's requests and things to God and, you know, to share it with someone else or to write it down, it's just really important. And it says in Joshua 3.5, to consecrate yourselves for tomorrow, you will see amazing things. You will see amazing things. You know, I want to see more of the supernatural. I want to see more miracles in my life. I want to see God just move in powerful ways that go beyond what we can do in our own strength but we need faith along the journey you know I often think that faith is a journey you know we have times where life's great and things are going really well but there's other times where it can be really tough can't it but we know that God has a plan and a purpose for our lives and that in all things God works for the good of those who love him but like along the journey sometimes the path can be quite difficult sometimes knowing what to do can be hard. And this morning, the verse that we're in, we're in that essential series, leads right into that really in the sense that we need wisdom in what to do. And Proverbs is a, a book of wisdom, isn't it? You know, for those that have read it. And this is the verse, Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6. It's a well-known scripture. Let's just read it through together a few times. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Amen. It's a great verse, isn't it? And I just want to suggest, you know, in the journey of life that we go through, three things or three ways that we can, what we need to imply and implement into our lives. The first is we need to decide to trust. Trust is a, can be a real difficult thing, can't it? Trust, some people you, you hear, they have trust issues. You know, usually in relationships or with people, because people let us down. There's times where we put our trust in people and they fall short. Maybe you can think of one or two people in your life that you've trusted and they've upset you or they've disappointed and that you felt that that trust was misplaced or misused. And we can almost build into our lives this trust no one mentality. 
You know, you might have heard that before. Just say, you know, I'm just going to trust in myself and just go on, along on my own and trust no one because people let us down. But what we must be really careful not to do is to place that or use that trust that we have and, and incorporate it into the trust that we have with God. Because it, they're worlds apart. You know, there's fallen humanity and there's the divine goodness and glory of God. You know, when we come to trust in people, they fall short. But when we trust in God, we know that he's with us always and that he's faithful to the end. So let's keep them a clear distinction. And as we read in the verse, trust in the Lord with all your heart. We need to trust in God with our whole lives, with everything we do. And we know we can trust in him because God is able. God is able to do immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine. You know, some of the the dreams or things that you want God to do in your life, what you've just shared with the person next to you, God can do way more than that. God can do way more than we ever ask or imagine in our lives. He's able to protect us. He's able to provide for us. He's able to, to restore us, heal us. What is impossible with man is possible with God. We know that God is wise. We know that he knows the end from the beginning. We can trust in a God who knows these things. We know, sometimes we like to think that we know what's best, but God is in control, and God knows the best for our lives. Praise God. It says in Job twelve thirteen that with him is wisdom and strength. He has counsel and understanding. You know, it's great to have a friend that we can just talk to and give us insight and wisdom, isn't it? But God's wisdom is far beyond anything of man's wisdom. And we know that God is good. We can trust in a God who wants the best for our lives. He doesn't just know what's best. He also wants what's best for us. We can trust in him that he will lead us the right way. That he wants good things for our lives. It says in Psalm 100, For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. And we know that we can trust God because he is faithful. He is faithful. You know, we talk about people letting us down. God has never let us down. And he never will. You know, God has been faithful. God is still faithful. And he will continue to be faithful. He promises never to leave us nor forsake us. We can trust in a God who's there through the tough times and through the good times. I also just want to encourage you this morning that as we show our trust in him, he will reveal his faithfulness to us. So when we step out in faith, when we trust him with some of the small things or the big things in life, as we trust in him, he will reveal his faithfulness to us. Last week I was um, with Jana and some of the outreach team. We went out onto the streets in Derby by the waterfall, you know the area, by the quad. And uh, we went out just to share our faith. And for me, <laughs> I, I might have shared this a few times before, it's not the natural thing, I'm quite an introvert, all that sort of stuff. But, I, you know, in the week before that, I, was, I had a little battle going on my head to just sort of cancel, make other arrangements, come up with excuses why not to be there. You know, was that a battle like, that I was just having with myself? I think that it's the enemy, when you step out and trust in God, there's someone trying to say, don't do that, don't do that. You know, what's the point? You know, you're not going to achieve anything. You're wasting your time. But I, I managed to do it, and I went out, and we had a, a great time. And 
honestly, I've never felt like quite alive with when you share your faith with non-Christians. When you share the good news of Jesus Christ and you just talk about him and just listen to where they're at. Listen to their stories, their hurts. And I had some great conversations as so did the other guys. And when I stepped out and trusted in him, God showed himself to be faithful. We can often put up barriers and think of, you know, in that situation, I thought everyone was going to be hostile and just sort of shun you and, and, you know, just ignore you and all that sort of stuff. But people were really open. Sometimes we can be surprised just how open non-believers are about hearing the word of God, hearing the gospel, the good news. And I just encourage us to share that more and trust God when we do that. A couple of years ago, Dave and Dom had a dream. And, and they shared that with yourselves about planting a church in Cologne. And we look at, as, uh, as we hear the updates, that's where Dave is this morning over in Cologne with Dom encouraging the team. You know, they've had three services and they had over 250 people. I mean, it's just incredible, isn't it? You know, we just, as we trust in God with our lives, with our plans, with our hopes and our dreams. You know, that's why I encourage you at the start of the service to, to have a hope and a dream for what God can do. You know, we've, we've got to walk in tandem with that. We've got to, to trust. We've got to step out. Faith requires action. But God shows himself to be faithful when we trust in him. His faithfulness continues through all generations. There's different times in our lives as well when we need to trust God. It's not just through plain sailing. Often our trust is tested in times of difficulty. When we're afraid, you know, Peter was asked to walk on the water. He was afraid, but we see that he walked on the water. He experienced a miracle. Okay, he then doubted, and and we see that, that he began to sink. But God was faithful. God was there with him, and he encountered the supernatural because he trusted in God. We have to trust in him as well when, even during, when we're unknown. You know, in the moments of life where we like to know what's next, don't we? We like to know the, the, the steps, the, the, the future. I like to know the end, really. But there's something about faith where you just live step by step, trusting in him. Even when you don't know, we trust in a God who does know. We trust in a God who has good plans for our life. And even in the uncertainties, you know, we look at the, the story of Joseph as well. You know, there's times where he just had to really trust God. He didn't know what, what next, what would happen. But we know that God was faithful in that situation. Through the storms of life, you know, sometimes, or some of us might be going through very difficult situations right now. Some of us might be experiencing real hardships. But if we continue to trust in him, God will show his faithfulness in our lives. You know, it's in these moments that God sees our heart more than ever. You know, sometimes people will blame God for situations. We have to trust in him. That he works all things together for good for our lives. We know the story of Job, that he endured severe hardships. But he continued to trust God and at the end of his life he was blessed. Sometimes we don't know how long it's going to be that we have to trust in God. But God calls us to trust in him with our whole lives, with our heart. And also trusting God for a miracle. You know, Joshua, he prayed that the sun would stand still. That's amazing, isn't it? You know, just to think that, God, that, that um, Joshua believed that God could do that. 
we might feel like sometimes our faith is so small that we, don't, we can't believe God to do great things in our lives. We've shared before about it just takes the faith the size of a mustard seed. That's all you have to have and just believe that God can do the rest in our lives. Just believe. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. We need to decide to trust this morning in our lives. Trust God who is in control. We also need to depend on his word. That's the second point this morning. We need to depend on his word. In the scripture, it says, lean not on your own understanding. Lean not on your own understanding. As I said, we like to think that we know what's best. We like to think that we've got everything worked out. And I don't really like being corrected or being told that I'm wrong. I don't know if anyone else feels that way as well. No, just, just me then. But it's certainly when they're... It's done in the wrong way. You know, it can be quite hard, can't it, you know, to accept that correction. But as we read in Proverbs as well, that wisdom is accepting correction because you're being put back on the right track. We need to lean not on our own understanding. Someone once said that spiritual maturity is not becoming more self-sufficient, but it's the exact opposite. We think that you know, people that are really far on with God, of people that have got it all together. But the reality is we're all broken. We've all fallen short. We all need the grace of God in our lives. We need to depend on him more. That's how we grow in our faith. The more we step out and trust in him. Day after day, we trust in him. We depend on his word. Or we can depend on our feelings and our emotions that are unreliable. God's word never fails. God's word stands firm. God's word is true. Our emotions and our feelings can change, can go up and down. I don't know about you, but sometimes my, uh, you can think one way and have a feeling about something. Ten minutes later, you can think something totally different. God's word, you know, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We need to depend on God's word in our life. It's a firm foundation. It's, it's a steady, steady place that we can trust in him. And when we stand on his word, God will stand by his word. You know, as I said, when we trust in him, he will show his faithfulness to us. We read in the, in the Bible about the time where, you know, the, um, it's, it's, it says like Jesus teaches us to deny ourselves, to love thy neighbor, to seek first the kingdom of God. But the world will say, do what you want. Live for the moment. Happiness is your goal. You know, we need to make sure that we're soaking ourselves in Scripture and trusting in him and putting the weight of our lives on his word. We can depend on God's wisdom or worldly thinking. We can depend on the truth of God's word or the lies of the enemy. You know, we read that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. We know that Satan is the father of all lies. You know, and we have a choice to make. It's not just a one-off. Every day we have a choice to make who we're going to trust, what we're going to trust. The enemy says that you can't, that you won't. What's the point? That you failed, you're guilty, and you should be ashamed. But God says you can God says, I will. God says, you have a purpose. God says, you have a plan. He says, you've, um, 
you're forgiven, you're loved, and that you're worth dying for. The word of God is right and true. You know, as we depend on him as well, sometimes we feel like we, we need to have it all worked out. We need to be sure of what we're doing before we depend on him. We don't have to. We just need to trust in God. We just need to give ourselves to him. We want to know all the answers sometimes. And before, you know, when I came, gave my life to Jesus, and there was a process, really, because I, was, I knew that Jesus was my Lord and Savior, but I still wanted to know all the answers. You know, there's some big questions in life that can prevent us from really giving ourselves wholeheartedly to God. But the more I followed him, the more he just said, just trust me. Even with the simple things and the small things, or even the big things, we just have to trust him with these areas of our life. It says in Proverbs 4.18, The path of the righteous is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter till the full light of day. As we trust in him, he'll give us enough light for each moment. We want the light for the whole picture. We want to see the end. But God just says, trust me and I will give you enough light for what you're going through. We want to see the whole journey, but God gives us enough light for the next mile. Just continue to to walk with him. He says, your word is a lamp to my feet, a light on my path. The more that we, we lean on him, the more we see his faithfulness in our lives, and the more he reveals his wisdom and understanding and revelation in our lives. If we lean on God in the small things, we'll see our faith begin to grow. If we lean on God in the small things, we'll begin to see our faith grow. So we've got to decide to trust in him. We've got to make the decision ourselves to trust in him every day. We have to depend on his word. We have to make sure in our lives that that is the center. That we base our decisions upon what the word says, not on how we feel. And lastly, we have to devote our ways. Three D's, easy for you to remember. Decide to trust, depend on his word, and devote your ways. The scripture says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Acknowledge means to submit, to surrender, to commit our ways to God. A humble surrender that, we, that God knows best. We read in Isaiah that his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. His ways are far higher than ours. And his thoughts are far higher than ours. We have to be intentional. We have to be intentional about committing our ways to him, including him in our thinking, including him in our decisions, in all that we do in our lives. We have to put God at the center. What we think, you know, we, we heard about that last week, didn't we, as Dave was preaching. We've got to guard our thinking. We've got to include God in the, the things we think about because our thoughts lead to our actions. What we say, we have to guard our tongue. You know, it's very easy for us to to say we're a Christian, but then later in the week we might say something to someone that we really shouldn't have said. Include God in our conversations. Include God in what we do. Everything we do. Maybe pray before we start the day. 
You know, it's just a simple task like that can make a big difference because we become more aware of his presence in our lives. Some people might say, I'm not a morning person. I prefer to do my devotions in the evening. That's up to you. But I think there's something really powerful about just starting the day before you have breakfast or before you go to work, before you take the, the kids to school, just saying, God, here I am, use me. God, move in my life today. Pray for divine appointment. Pray for a conversation with someone that's just set apart that would not have happened without God's intervention in your life. You can include God before you have a meal. You know, a lot of people might say grace and just thank him for food. Thank him for the simple things in life. Before you get into a car, sometimes people need to pray that a bit more, really. You know, just the simple things, just including God in our everyday lives, acknowledging him. If we acknowledge him, he will make our path straight. The more we pray, the more we become aware of his perspective and we begin to see things differently. But we also need to include him in our everyday moments. Sometimes life can be very busy and things can distract us from what God wants us to do, distract us from keeping Jesus at the center. You know, we hear that the enemy wants to cause destruction. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy. But God wants our life and life in the fullness. We have to be really uh, intentional about making sure that we live for God and that we include him in every area of our lives. The message translation of uh, Proverbs 3.5 says this, Trust in... Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do. Everywhere you go, he's the one who will keep you on track. We need to listen for God. Listen for his voice in everything we do. Listen to the Holy Spirit who will lead us and guide us into all truth. We need to listen to the Holy Spirit. It's almost like a a spiritual compass in navigating us through life. Sometimes the decisions of life can be very difficult. We, We find it a challenge sometimes to know the right thing to do. As we heard earlier, God knows best. We need to include him in these situations. And also we need to include him after certain things in our life, after our ways. I, I mentioned driving and, and how we need grace when we're driving, but one of my pet hates, actually, is when you're driving a car and you see another car coming towards you and there's another car blocking the way, so someone's got to give way. You're looking at the other driver, thinking who's going to give way first. You do the right thing, you do the Christian thing, you let them come through, don't you? Thank you. And then you're expecting a you know, thumbs up, you know, a flash or something, and they do absolutely nothing. And you're like, <sighs> you just didn't want to let them through, really, did you? Or honk your horn on the way out. And just, you can't do anything. But the reason I share that is because sometimes we pray for God to move in our life. God answers, makes a way, and then we act as if nothing happened. Or we don't include him and, and give him praise for what he's done in our lives. It's really important that we acknowledge God when he answers our prayers and give thanks even when he doesn't. You know, God is worthy of our praise at all times in our lives. God deserves the glory and sometimes we can get so caught up in life and busyness that we don't acknowledge him. So it's really important, you know, that when he 
pulls through and when he makes a way in our lives that we give thanks to him. That's a great way that we can acknowledge him in our lives. The simple act of giving, giving thanks. and It's recognizing that every good gift is from above. Every good gift that we get from God is from above and it's just including him in our everyday lives. I'm just going to ask the band just to come back up as we come to close in a moment. It's a very simple message, a very simple scripture this morning. Trust in God. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. In all your ways, acknowledge him. I wonder if we just stand as we come to close.